don't take your phones off the table because if they if they vibrate, the, the microphone will pick up everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, he can edit it, but then- shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> My man, anytime this yeah. is a, it, it, it minor inconvenience yeah. or major doesn't matter, he can edit it out. <laughs> I say, in the, well, I don't. My family upstairs watching TV, enjoying each other, and I'm fucking in the basement. Like, mm-hmm. How do I keep the quality good and still edit out the background noises? It's like, mm-hmm. whole well, time you got TJ over here banging on the microphone yo, I, the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> fucking clown. Jesus. Crazy. Maurice, I'm glad that you came. I'm happy to have you here at the Man Cave Podcast. I'm glad to be here, man. Yeah, episode pleasure. five. Uh, this was a special one. Me and Larry been planning for a while. This was the one that we spoke about the most uh, in anticipation. Just I think it's a topic that a lot of guys struggle with. Um, that is, like we said, talked about behind closed doors. So to be able to shine some light on it and maybe uh, let people know that it's okay to feel something every now and again. You know, I think that's what we want to do. We did have a couple questions for you. I hope you don't mind just kind of going off the cuff. One of the uh, most important questions that we did come up with. Um, I think me and George agree on this was like, how do men know when it's time to seek mental help, mental health assistance rather? All right. So I would say, you know, and just a little background for you. Larry knows this because, you know, um, I know Larry from over in Jersey. Um, I'm a licensed therapist. I'm an LPC. Um, And as far as like mental health, um, you know, DSM or like the, um, just when you're going into like a, a, a person having mental health issues, you know, you want to go by not necessarily them just having problems or making bad decisions, but it's more so about the discomfort that those decisions make. You know what I mean? If I have, if I'm depressed, you know what I mean? I'm feeling sad. That doesn't necessarily mean that I need to go get counseling. If I am anxious about something, doesn't necessarily mean that I should That's go fair. see counseling. Yeah. I can just be anxious, right? Yeah. And that and or depressed, meaning maybe I made a bad decision or something like that. But when those feelings start to cause discomfort in like multiple areas in your life, you know what I mean? Like you you can't sleep. You can't go to work. You can't go to school. It's messing up your relationship. It's causing discomfort in like multiple areas in your life. Then that's usually a sign that you need to get some help. Okay. You know, Um, so it's not so much about, you know. Everybody makes bad decisions. I made a few of them today. That doesn't necessarily mean that I need to go to counseling. Yeah. You know, it just means you made a bad decision. Yeah. But when those decisions start to impact your life, your livelihood, your family, then it's usually a sign where it's like, you know what? I need some help outside of myself yeah. to um, get some guidance. Like when George is getting ready to leave for work, he can't help but go on X videos for five minutes. So oh, okay. he should probably. Yeah, I mean, I do it at work. It's a re- <laughs> <laughs> You know, think about gambling, right? Gambling or even, you know, if we're on a topic, if like, and I'm not saying that George has like a pornography addiction. (laughs) It's not what I'm saying. But if someone is like gambles, right? Or someone smokes weed or somebody watch pornography doesn't necessarily mean that you have a problem. It just means that you enjoy doing whatever it is, gambling, smoking, or maybe watching pornography. Yeah. But if doing those activities are... You know, inhibiting your, you know, you're, you're watching so much pornography, you don't go to sleep at night. Yeah. Or you're gambling so much, you don't pay any of your bills. You know, those types of things are signs where it's just like, this is outside of myself. Gotcha. I need some help. That was actually the most simplest explanation I think I've ever heard about when, you know, 
what, what mental health issues even look like. And I think there's um, maybe a little bit of an overcorrection when it comes to mental health. People feel like, you know, because they're depressed now, oh, you're just going to be depressed forever. But yeah. based on what you're saying is, you know, I can feel some kind of way today, but that doesn't mean like I'm in a crisis or I need to go check myself in somewhere. Correct. You know, um, over the summer, I had a couple of um, significant in, um, incidences in my life. I had a couple of people pass away, uh-huh. a couple of different things that happened. And, um, you know, those things are going to make you sad. You know, you lose a job, you might get sad. Like, dang, that was a good job. I was making good money. You know, you get into a car accident, you mess up a nice car. Oh, man, dang. You go through a relationship breakup. Man, doesn't necessarily mean you need counseling. Right. But you you can be sad because of those things. Those aren't good things to happen in your life. Um, you know, it's when those things lead to, like, down a, a spiral, you know. Um, I think far too often people are pushed into um, talking about the negative things in their life. And everybody doesn't need to talk about the negative things in their life. Some people need to just move on and just, and that helps them, you know? And then they can just kind of be like, hey, this bad thing happened, but guess what? I'm not focusing on that bad thing. I want to focus on something positive and move on. And I'm not talking about toxic uh, positivity. I'm not talking about that, you know, people, those key phrases, toxic, you know, not talking about that, being positive for no reason, but... As men, we should be positive. You know, we should think about what things we can do moving forward, not focusing on the things that we did in the past, unless you're looking at it like, I made this mistake. I'm not doing that no more. Yeah. I'm going to do something different, you know. And if you can do that, you don't necessarily need, and this is coming from a licensed therapist, you may not need to go to counseling for that. It's when it causes so much distress in you where you just have to be like, all right, I need some help. So the the next thing that we wanted to talk about, because, I mean, you say that guys should get used to, uh, not every guy has to talk about things that happen to them, right? But they're always, eventually with a lot of guys, gets to the point where they kind of do need to start talking, right? But even when they get to that point, they don't want to do it, right? They feel like they'll be judged, they'll be seen as weaker, um, if they go get help, that's why a lot of guys, I know I've struggled with it in the past, uh, being able to talk to somebody because I felt like if I did speak to somebody that, uh, I trusted or that, um, I viewed highly as well, that if I told them I was struggling mentally or that I was struggling with something that they may view me as weaker. And I think that that's kind of the state of mind that a lot of guys go through. Um, would you agree? And why do you think that that stigma behind men's mental health exists? I do agree with it. And I, I think that it, it depends on how a person was brought up, you know, I was brought up and, um, you know, even before I even talk about myself, I think it depends on how a person was brought up, you know, and I think that um, in general, society looks at um, whether this is right or wrong. Society looks at men like we're supposed to be stoic. You guys know stoicism is it's like, you know, being able to go through hardship and pain without expressing it or losing yourself emotionally. We're expected to be like that. And if we're not, you know, oh, he's weak, he's soft, he's a punk, you know what I mean? And that, that, that is the, the initial, uh, you know, characteristic or stereotype guy. He, man, every time I come around this guy, he always talking about his problems. It's like, it's like, it's depressing. Not only do men not want to be around that? Women definitely don't want to be around that. Because you're not confident anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're no good to her, of course. Right. You know, that you lose the the whole masculinity where it's just like 
this is a safe person for me to be around. This yeah. person can protect me. This yeah. person can, you know, whatever. And then guys also don't want to be around weak men. You mm -hmm. just don't. It's just like, uh, if I'm going to be around somebody, I want them to be at least as strong as I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. What if something happens to me? I'm out with Larry. And, you know, somebody coming around and Larry's like, oh, you start crying and running away. I'm like, I ain't never going out with Larry again, man. These guys almost jumped me and Larry ran away crying, yeah. you know? Like, so there is a, um, you know, men don't want to come across as being weak, mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes expressing your emotions, like I said earlier, it's not always the best way to go about things. Mm -hmm. And I think um, a lot of times people will tell them, hey, man. Tell me what's going on. Tell me how you're feeling, whatever. And then when you do it, you you know you you ever ask somebody, "Yo, man, how you doing, man?" And they really start telling you how they doing, and you're like, "Yo, I was just saying hi." Like that was just like yeah. a, you know, I wasn't really asking you how you was doing. Right. Like you know, and you start telling me, "Well, my mom did this today, and my brother." It's, and he's just like, "All right, bro, I'll talk to you later." Like yeah. so, you, you know, people do that to to men all the time. They don't really care yeah. about how you're feeling or what's going on. They just want to be like, yo, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And that's just how we are. You have to be stoic. Yeah. I want to ask you something based on what you just said. It's like, how how do you, as a man, like, create a safe space for another man to be able to talk about their problems? Because, you know, me and George, we've known each other for years. So if he's going through something, it's easy. You know, like, yo, man, it's like bullshit happening at work, you know, whatever, whatever. And we can kind of talk through it. But I feel like, with people I might not know as well as George, um, if they come to me with a problem, I immediately just have a solution. Like, all right, well, here's a job application or here's this, you know, go figure it out. Like, how, yeah. how do you, like, what are some kind of skills, I guess, that men can use to create safe space for other men to talk about their problems? Without using alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Without drugs right. and alcohol. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a big difference between somebody who is a counselor, a therapist, or somebody who's like an advisor, right? Okay. Most men um, appreciate advice mm -hmm. from somebody that they admire and respect. Most men appreciate that, and they appreciate harsh truths. Tell me the truth straight up. Give it to me. No chaser. Just yeah. give it to me straight, period, right? right? Um um, on a, that's on the on the masculine side, right? Uh -huh. There are a lot of men who are not that masculine, whereas it's like they may have been raised by um, single mom or whatever like that. They ha haven't really seen that dynamic of um, of a man who just gives it to you straight. Yeah, boy, stop, get up, you know, do you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, Johnny, you okay? Come here, let me rub. You, you scrape your knee or whatever, and just kind of baby you or whatever. Just like bullshit. That. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you can't do that. With men, with other men, you can't do that. Yeah, it's just like you have to treat them uh, with respect and uh -huh. and kind of treat them like an adult, not like a boy. Yeah. Um. So if you go to someone and you're like, all right, so how do I develop that relationship? There was a um a YouTuber. He passed away not too long ago. Kevin Samuels. That mm -hmm. was like he blew up out of nowhere. Right. And he did that basically by just giving it to people straight. He just he was honest. I didn't always agree with everything that he said, right. but he was straight. He was just like, he told you how he felt about certain things, and then I was it. And I respected that about him, so right. I could listen to him. Um, if you're able to do that and develop a relationship where people trust you, they know what to expect from you, mm -hmm. people can kind of open up and talk to you straight up. Okay. You know, so if you know where I stand with certain things, because I'm not BSing you at all, yeah. I give it to you straight. Like, you know what? 
nah, that wasn't cool, bro. Like, hold you accountable, tell you straight up about everything that comes up in your life. People will admire that, even if they don't like what you say. Mm. You know, and that's the big dynamic. We, we was talking about that earlier, Larry, yeah. before, the, before the, we started rolling. Like, people don't want to hear um, necessarily whether something is, is, is true or false. They just want to hear what's going to make them feel good. Yeah. And that's the biggest difference between people who are like they want to be held accountable and people who just want to feel good you might get us a little backlash now because you dropped uh, it you dropped the k-bomb you know right, he's, right. he's not too well received but Listen, you know, man. it is what it is like you said like you know men got to be able to talk to each other and not sugarcoat things he wasn't always right yeah he wasn't always right he wasn't perfect and i don't think he claimed to be perfect of course you know not. what i mean um i think not. that's what people you know, people would do that. And, and we talked about uh, cancel culture. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if I say a whole bunch of things to somebody that makes them feel good, they'll promote me. They'll push me up. Right? Yeah. Um, whether it's true or false. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I say, hey, man, you know, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll talk about myself. Hey, man, you, you're really handsome, bro. Like, I really like you. Whatever, whatever. Right? Whether it's true or, or not. Like, if, if, if somebody gasses me up, I'm like, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, that's what's up, right? Yeah. But then if you say, man, yo, you getting kind of fat, bro. Like, what's up with you? You in the gym still? Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, giving me the straight whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I'm just like, dang, yo. He tried to play me, yo. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I did gain 10 pounds or whatever like that. But then I think about it. And then I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I start watching what I'm eating. Yep. You know what I mean? It didn't feel good what he said to me. But it made an impact on me. I started doing some things differently. And I think far too often people get used to hearing good, like or, or all the positive that you do. Yeah. And then they get stagnant. They don't improve. They just stay there and be be who they are. Yeah, and it's it's fake. Like they're just it's saying it fake. because they're afraid that if they say what they're thinking, then they're gonna be judged in that way and they're yeah. not gonna be allowed to continue whatever they're doing. Yep. So yeah, completely understand that. That's you can't accept you know, you can't accept everything that a person does. You got to have some standards. You got to have some, you know, and then if somebody o- oversteps that, you can tell them and not be afraid. Like I said to um, to Larry, um, can't be afraid. Like you're going to get canceled if you if you express your true opinions about something. Oh, you I'm not scared. afraid. <laughs> um, I believe that. We're going to say some wild shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think that has something to do? Well, I guess I should leave with like um, an overarching point is, like I, I saw um, an article that male self-imposed, self-inflicted you know, deaths are like three times higher than mm-hmm. that of females. Uh, do you think that has something to do with the fact that um, the way we kind of communicate with each other is not so beneficial to men now? Um, you mean the way that men communicate with, with? Yeah, I mean, because like you just said, we aren't in a space really in society where men can just talk to each other straight and just mm-hmm. say what they mean. Like you kind of got like your pussyfoot around with yeah. the with yeah. the the message. Like, do you think that because certain men feel like they can't just talk how they want to talk or or be vulnerable or you know say what's really going on in their lives that that is that's causing you know this issue? Um, I think that when we start, when we start focusing in on how men feel about things, I think, I think we're, it's, it's, it's a concerted effort to try to push men to start expressing how they feel, which, um, like I said, in certain circles, (laughs) I don't think it's a positive thing. I'm being honest with you. Like, I think that, so 
if a, if a man needs to talk about the way he feels about things, it's not going to make that man feel better. It's mm. not. Men like to hear, um, you know, we're, we're result-based. You know what I mean? You, 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 you have um, men and women think about things completely different. And I think the way that society is set up now, I think they're trying to get men to, to behave and act more like um, uh, around the realm of how a woman would, would act. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a woman can go to her girlfriend's, girl, this is what's happening. Let me tell you. Da, 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 da. And they start telling you a whole story. They they going into all of these details and all of this like this happened and this happened and whatever. Well, well, first let me tell you about this because then that's going to explain what happened here. <laughs> yeah. And guys are just like, yo, I went to the store, I got some chips, and I came back. Like you I was literally thirsty, giving you know? me anxiety. <laughs> just just listen, you know. <laughs> Because like we, we, we would hang out and then I meet up with my girl later. She'd be like, oh, so what's new with Larry? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, he cool? He good, he right? It was like, oh, how's Abby? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We didn't really talk about that. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? It's just sometimes chilling with guys is just chilling with guys and yeah. it doesn't need to have substance to it sometimes. You know, just wasting our times, emptying our heads mm-hmm. and just decompressing from the day. We don't need to always bring it up like you Facts. said. Um, because sometimes we just don't need it. Sometimes yeah. we just need to turn the world off, turn our brain off, and just relax. Yeah. Yo, Maurice sent me a video after one of our sessions a couple months ago. I don't know if you remember. Which one was it? The um, he's a a priest or a preacher. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he talked yeah, about the nothing good. box. Yeah, guys have is, a nothing box. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Which is basically um, men have the ability because it's an ability women don't have this ability i don't think no uh, <laughs> not at all. they don't they don't <laughs> yeah so like as a man you can just go sit in front of the tv or sit in front of a playstation or whatever mm-hmm. and just do or think about nothing nothing and be perfectly fine with that yep. for however long you can spend hours yeah. a couple minutes whatever and like just turn like you said turn the world off and you're good yeah and that shit is so powerful, and it's I, and it's is 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 actually healing. Yeah, you know, and you, and, it, and you with somebody, your girl or whatever, they're like, "What you thinking about?" I saw you looking, staring off in the day. What you thinking about? Nothing. Nothing. You must have been thinking about something. Actually, I really wasn't yeah. thinking about <laughs> nothing, anything. Nothing behind the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> just resting my brain. That's yep, it. Yep. You know, but like you said, women. I don't think women can do that. There's never turns off. It's always thinking about the next thing and the next thing. Yep. And this is why they need to talk about things get these feelings and stuff out they need to do it it's a need for them just like men most likely need to get other things out physical exert physical things out you need to physically do something exercise work out you know have sex and different things like that we got to get that testosterone out women need to get their emotions out because they have a completely different hormone estrogen and they need to express emotions and feelings men don't need to do that all the time it's not really helpful to their mental health. However, something like exercise or, like you said, having that nothing box, mm-hmm. completely healthy for men, completely. Yeah, so you saying that kind of brought up a conversation that me and Eric on the side here uh, were talking about a few days ago. Uh, but I want to get your opinion on it first before I speak because we want to see if your, you know, your thought process goes in the same direction as ours. Okay. Um, so one of the bigger questions I wanted to bring up today is like alcoholism, okay. right? So my grandfather, my dad both battled alcoholism for years until they ended up beating it. Okay. Would you associate alcohol, uh, alcoholism with like uh, mental health? 
You mean like um, a person ha- being an alcoholic like that, like yeah. abusing alcohol? Yeah, like okay. every night, I got, without thinking, you're just drinking. It's just an everyday thing. You work to go home to drink. Like you can't go to sleep without drinking. Like you're an mm-hmm. alcoholic. Do you would you associate that with mental health? Um, I would associate that with the possibility that there could be a mental health issue going on. Like you know, uh, there are some some people who who because of what's going on with them in their in their lives, they need to be medicated. You know what I mean? They need, you know, and, and alcohol is a way to sometimes people self-medicate. Some people will choose to smoke marijuana. Some people will choose like, you know, other other things like um stimulants, like smoke cigarettes or something like that to self-medicate to help them like ease down, calm down, take their mind off of mm-hmm. something else. And that something else is what the real issue is. Drinking alcohol is, you know, doesn't necessarily mean you have a problem, mm-hmm. but like I said to you guys earlier, if it if it starts to disrupt other aspects of your life where you can't sleep unless yeah. you're just just about to be blackout, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it's just like okay, this is a problem, you know. So yes, it can associate. Doesn't necessarily have to mean it. Okay. But some people just like things. I know yeah. people who, um, uh, <laughs> I know people who smoke weed regularly, mm-hmm. right? Um. I don't think that they're addicted. I don't think it, it it messes them up, like as far as like um, you know, their ability to do their job or anything like that. However, um, do I think it's the best thing to do? No, it's just something that they like to do. Yeah, you know, and and everybody is different, you know. So I, I may like to play basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that could be something where it's just like, hey, it, somebody look at that like that's healthy, or going to the gym and working out. I go regularly to the gym and I work out. All right, cool. But if I'm going to the gym all the time and I'm working out three or four or five times a day and I'm like skipping, like, you know, not eating and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, not going to work or whatever like that. And that's something that somebody might consider to be healthy, but that's problematic. It's like I'm overdoing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, they're too skinny. I'm too big. I'm like, you know, what's going on? Why, why are you working out like that? Because right. I'm overcompensating that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, the, the reason I brought it up because you were just talking about uh, – getting rid of like physical stress right you're tired or you need to get you need to do physical things right to decompress it's not like talking like women do we need to do things um and when i had the conversation with him he was like maybe a lot of guys drink because it allows them to release some aggression that they have internally a lot of guys drink and because they're drinking they get aggressive it's Mm -hmm. kind of you know i mean i know a lot of guys that do get aggressive every single time they drink no matter what they do um, do you think that that might play a role? Like it's just their way of decompressing. Like it just allows them to get rid of some anger. Well, alcohol is like a. <laughs> so alcohol is something where, like, if somebody drinks alcohol, a lot of times you'll be willing to, or your 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 inhibitions are like lowered a little bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You'll be more willing to do some things that you wouldn't do if you were sober, perhaps. You know, so. Sometimes people drink alcohol because they like how it makes them feel. Yeah. They might feel more brave. They might feel more strong. They might feel more relaxed. You know, um, some people who, you know, they won't go up to a girl. They're too shy or whatever like that. They could put a couple drinks in them. Like they go the up courage. to anybody. <laughs> go at the yeah. baddest girl in the whole yeah. club or bar or whatever like that. So um, that is some people's vices that they use, some some coping skills. I, I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, do I feel like that is automatically attributed to mental health I, I would say you know you have to be careful with um you know attributing somebody doing 
a, a vice mm-hmm. to mental health. Um, but I do think it's possible, but I don't think all in all cases, is okay. the, I would say that's a case-by-case case type okay. of scenario. I was actually thinking that what you were saying is it gives them the courage to mm-hmm. kind of like show how they're feeling. Okay. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm actually, you got me thinking now, uh, if it's not, if alcohol, being an alcoholic isn't like a direct result of having mental health issues. Um, is it possible genetics can play a part? And I, obviously, I don't know if anybody here specializes in that, but I like, do. Yeah. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> my my grandfather uh, was an alcoholic. Uh, I don't, not my grandfather, my great grandfather. Apparently, um, I don't know about my grandfather, uh, but. My father is always like, "Oh, you just like you, just like your grandfather. You mm-hmm. always drinking." So I was like, "I'm wondering if you share that kind of like, uh, you know, nervousness about drinking." Yeah, you know, I was like, "Oh, am I going to catch it because yeah. everybody else before me did?" Yeah, and it, it's always in the back of my head every time I open a beer, or I grab mm-hmm. some whiskey, something. You know what I mean? Because I saw how my uh, grandma, how you know, reacted to my grandpa drinking every single night. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he would always just leave the crib. Yeah. Go down to the bar, show up three, four in the morning, whatever. It was always an argument, right? It's exhausting for her. Um, I saw the way that when I was a kid, how it was with my parents, right? Um, being woken up at like two, three in the morning because they're arguing downstairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and my dad's excuse was always like that he just likes to drink. You know what I mean? Like it's it's whatever. Uh, but doing it so much and doing it every single weekend mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just like you have to like as a kid i'm like you know my dad's an alcoholic yeah right that that was my process and like now he doesn't even drink at all um so i think that yeah every time i open my be- like open a beer like i said i think about my grandpa i think about my dad and now i have a son i have another one on the way um it's always like how am i gonna be represented in front of my kids mm-hmm. like Am I going to be the dad that, oh, I just worked five days in a row, got two days off. I'm going to drink both days. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, damn. Um, and it's like, I, you know, I don't know if it, my wife always jokes like, oh, you're an alcoholic. Right. And it's a joke to her, but it's always like in the back of my head, like, oh, shit, am I? You know what I mean? Uh, because, man, I just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> People can be uh, more susceptible to certain things through their genes, through their parents and stuff like that. You know, my dad is, is um well, actually, it's because I know there's just two different types of diabetes and stuff like that. But say if somebody has high blood pressure or something like mm-hmm. that, um, their their child might be more susceptible to it than, like, somebody whose parent wasn't. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if, you're, if your dad was, like, an alcoholic and he drank before perhaps, like, you know, you were born and stuff like that, that is a gene that can be, doesn't mean that you're going to be, but it could mean that you're more susceptible to um, sort of addictive type of personality okay. where you can kind of like you know fall into line of yeah. uh, something else maybe yeah you and know? i do find myself to have a very addictive personality when i find something i like i dive in 100 percent, and so i don't want to fucking do it anymore yeah. you know what i mean until the next thing takes up the time that i'm doing um so that's why definitely it's always worrying but i think i hope having myself think about it repeatedly can prevent myself from being who they were at that time yeah being aware of it too like yeah. you know if you have a mindset of just kind of being aware of something knowing that 
you know, the fact that you're thinking like that suggests to me that you probably have more control over than than probably your dad did. Because yeah. if, if you automatically go in with the mindset, of like, I ain't got no problem, I can do this, or I can stop whenever I want, you know, um, then you're less likely to believe or to assess yourself really if you have a problem or not. Mm -hmm. You know, so the fact that you're even thinking like that is probably a, a good sign. Yeah, that's what I like <laughs> to think. <laughs> You know, the, the, we talked about it a little bit on the second episode because, like, we had a conversation about, like, what is being a dad? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just when you have kids, it just makes you think everything about how are you going to be represented in front of those kids. Yeah. Um, another thing that my family completely struggled with was anger issues, right? So we never had conversations about anything. Mm -hmm. It was always just yelling. Um, Whenever it was discipline, it was just hitting and then that was it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just stuff like that that I think about with my kids is like, how would I discipline my kid? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I do believe kids have to be disciplined or they're going to walk all over you. They have to be ready to be out there into the world and they have to know what consequences are. But, you know, it's just trying to figure out the balance between that because you want to be better than what you had. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, talk a little bit more about why you hate women. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love women. Especially my woman, my wife. I've been married for 20 years. Man. Wow. Been married 20 years, happily married mm -hmm. uh, for most you. of those years. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, L listen, I, I, I'm of the mindset that there's a distinct difference between men and women. Yeah. I'm not like blind about that. Um, it doesn't mean that the way that men think is right and the way that women think is wrong. It's just the way that women think are the, is the way that women think yeah. and the way that men think are the, is the way that men think. And um, the the sooner we can come to like an agreement and stop shaming women for the way that they think mm -hmm. and women stop shaming men for the way that they think, I think we all get along. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, there's a whole trend now where it's just like guys getting upset that, oh, women, they just gold diggers. They just want guys that want money. It's just like, yo, okay, we want girls who look good and have nice bodies. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like we can't shame one for wanting the, the, what they want, you know what I mean? It's just 100%. what they want, you know? So I think that's a whole the whole thing that's going on now where it's just like, you know, men want women to accept them. Accept me that I'm broke and that I'm, you know, whatever, I'm short or, you know what I mean? Whatever the, th the case may is. Yeah. And then you got women on the same side that, you know, might have that same type of situation mm -hmm. where they like, accept me that I'm, you know, overweight and I got fake hair and eyelashes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's just like, no, men that, that have the ability to have options say, no, I'm not accepting that. Mm -hmm. I'm accept whatever it is that I want. And this is what my criteria is. And women also who have the option that, you know, they are what they are, mm -hmm. whatever, however they look, they have the option to make decisions about what they want. Yeah. You know, and we shouldn't shame them for it. Just like I don't feel like men should be shamed for their standards. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, I love that you said that because... That's the quickest way to go viral on something. Yeah. About, <laughs> about what you don't want a woman to do or what yeah. you don't want them to have, whatever. Your ass might be going to jail. You might lose your job. You don't know what the yeah. result might be as, you know, after that. Well, I think that it's okay that, you know, so if somebody says to me, like, I don't like guys that wear blue shirts, like, I can get offended. He said, by it, blue shirt. you know, <laughs> but, you know, but I can get offended by that. But like, what you mean you don't like guys yeah, that wear blue? Yeah, yeah. Or I can just be like, all right, well, I'm just not the one for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and there's a bunch of women out there who are what they are. And if they want to, if, so if I tell you what my criteria is and you want to compete for me, then 
you're going to be like, oh, well, he he don't like um, girls with short hair. I'm growing my hair out. Or he don't like, you know, girls that are, you know, this size or whatever like that. Or like if I'm too skinny, let me eat some more food and gain some weight. You know what I mean? Whatever it is that I like, if you want to compete for me, then that's what you're going to do. Same thing. Guys can have that in their mind. And what they do is they say, listen, girls don't want broke guys. I'm about to go get this bag and make some more money. Mm -hmm. Right. On the flip side, sometimes you'll have a situation where just like guys will be like, man. They ain't going to date me because I'm short, man. This is whack. Oh, you know, and complain and cry about it. Yeah. Just be like, man, get out of here. They ain't going to want you anyway. Like, yeah, because man. you, your mind is like all messed up. Like, that's not a, a masculine trait. But if you're a short dude and you got confidence and you just out there, girls would be like, yeah, that's, yeah. I want man. him I to like climb his swag. Me, Yeah, <laughs> like, I like his swag. Yeah. Same thing goes for like the opposite sex. You know, if girls like out there complaining that guys talking about they don't want this and they don't want that, it's just like, yo, if that's not for you, then so be it. Like that, that, that just means that that guy is not for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then if you if you find yourself com- um, constantly having that pattern where everybody is curbing you, then maybe you start to, you should take a look at what things like you know is going on with you. You know. Um, for a guy get a better job, maybe um, work out, maybe, you know, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, work on those things. And if girls, the same thing. Yeah. You getting curbed all the time, improve. There are all types of um, uh, positive males out there. Don't get me wrong. Like, they're not all driving um, Benzes and, you know what I mean, out mm-hmm. there flashy or whatever like that. But it's some good dudes out there with some really good values. Um, I think. It, there used to be a, a, a level of pride in um, mentorship, like guys that are like, you know, take on little dudes. Like, you know what I mean? I know a single mom that lives on a block. I'm going to go over and check on her, make sure little man is cool because dad might not be around or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be looked at as, you know, in, in high esteem, mm-hmm. you know. It's not anymore. It's like kind of like, those guys are oftentimes taken advantage of, you know, and they seen as like, you know, this thing now on Manosphere where it's like, you know, a dude is a simp. If he talks to a single mom, you know what I mean? Or he's around the kid or whatever like that, he's a simp, you know what I mean? He's like, why is he around that girl? She's using him or whatever like that. Which is crazy. Um, You know, but at the same time, I would say that, you know, the relationship-wise, you can be around a dude a, a, like a little kid, a little boy, and be a mentor to that little boy, you know, and be positive impact on that kid's life, like a mentor or a big brother or something like that. Um, and you can find those usually at places where, well, it used to be you can find them at like churches and stuff like that. A lot mm-hmm. of men are leaving stuff like that. You know That's what I mean? A lot of guys are not going to church anymore. They're not going to um, places where they can, you can find guys like that. It's, it is tough. I ain't going to lie to you. But I think the reason why it's tough to find men in that position is because um, men in that position are generally taken advantage of and they're not put in esteem. They're not esteemed. The ones that are put in esteem are the ones that are got all the money and, you know what I mean, that's flashy and all of that kind of stuff. But the simple guys that, you know, not high, what do you call it, high value, mm-hmm. they just, you know, average income, mm-hmm. nice dude, strong, masculine dude, working you know, construction or whatever, making 50000 a year, like those guys aren't put in esteem. They're just like, oh, he, he ain't making six figures. I ain't messing yeah, with that yeah. guy, you know? And that's like not a lot of people. Yeah. Six figures is like what? Top 10, 5% of people 
of men rather. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just like you're not gonna get that guy to come and babysit your kid. You know what I mean? And mentor your son. Right. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. He's not gonna do it. He want his own legacy. You know. Yeah. And that's a. It's funny because I saw a video that somebody sent me. Now that we started the podcast, I get all these videos from women. Uh, that have their own podcast and are trying to prove a point. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) Uh, But to that, it was like, um, I don't know what the podcast is, but it was another one talking about that. A lot of women um, in America, like married women with kids are single mothers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you had, obviously every woman in the chat was like, yep, that's me. You said married women. Married women are single mothers. Right. Wow, so the crazy. thought process in that is wow. the the guy's just not doing anything to support raise or to raise the kid that the mom's doing all the things in the house. But they're but married. Is he, but, but is he working? Married. Is he making and money? That's the thing. A lot of the okay. conversation. Well, from my point of view, nobody pointed that out. Like because it was <laughs> all women in there trying to make their point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a lot of times when you get to that bracket, mm-hmm. right? If mm-hmm. I'm making six figures, I'm not going to be home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm. You're financially stable because of me. Um, you're not providing that ima- like the emotional stability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean that's going to be the dramatic difference between the two. Is like if I, if if I'm if I got to make the money, you can't make the money that money at home, yeah. right? So you're not there. So the kids are you know now they're being raised by the mom. And if I am home, I'm not making that money. And now I can provide the emotional stability, yeah. or I can raise the kids, or I can help you raise the kids. Uh, but it's it's super difficult where you're going to get both of those situations where you're going to get a financially stable dude where you don't have to go where the the wife doesn't have to go to work right. and he's home every day helping with the homework and giving <laughs> the kids showers and doing like it's just like that's that's what they expect that's yeah. the that's what they want that's from that old TV shit where yeah. they see the dad he's got the job they got the house they got the yeah. car white picket fence yeah, yeah. bro everything's 10 times the price now yeah now you got to work hard as hell to make good money now yeah Definitely so. I think there is a, um, that you understand the nature of most women, and, and I think a lot of women will, will do this. Uh, they want the, I'm trying I'm try, I'm try to say this right without jacking it all oh, up. Oh, no, right? say crazy. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, off, the, off the rip. <laughs> women would like the option to be able to do the things that they want to do. So that means they want to be able to work, mm-hmm. right? They want to be able to stay home with their kids. They want to be able to have their career or be able to be like not have a career and be able to stay home. They don't want to have to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, as men, most times, whatever it is that we do, we got to do that. Yeah. If we if we won't be working and, and like you said, you making six figures or whatever like that, that means you working you know, 60, 80 hours a week. And that's a must. We got to do that. Otherwise, the bills are not going to get paid. Um, women are trying to put their foot in the door most times. And it's usually women that are, are married where they just like, listen, I see you out there doing your thing and yeah, you're providing or whatever like that. But they want to have the option of being able to do it too. I want to have a career too. Right. I want to do this too. You know what I mean? Not have to do it. Because right. then if I say, all right, well then I'll fall back and I'll stay home and you go out there and work and make all, pay all the no. bills. They just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't say all that. Hell no. But they want to have the option to be able to do it. And I understand why. Because um, being home, raising children and stuff like that, while I would say it's not the most difficult job, I know somebody might challenge me and say, it's, it's hard raising kids. Yes. 
it is not the most difficult job in the world. No. The most dangerous the... jobs, man, is like people, yeah. you know, building skyscrapers and mm-hmm. in the sewer systems and stuff. That's a hard job, right? Um, raising children is a uh, a consistent thing. You're doing the same thing over and over and over again, and it can be boring. You know, for a woman to I got to stay home, I got to feed them, and then I got to clean up after them, and I got to do this, and I got to, you know, take care of my man too, this, whatever like that. And then the next day, without any thank you or any appreciation, I got to do the same thing all over again the next day. You know, and that gets tiring for women. They like, man, this is, I ain't. Why I get married for this? You know what I'm saying? That's I mean, the I'll mindset. I took you out to dinner last month. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why, as us as men, we gotta keep it fresh. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? We gotta do date nights. We gotta mm-hmm. do vacations or whatever it is we gotta do to mix it up. Because if they feel like I'm doing the same thing every day and like, yo, they don't feel appreciated. Yeah. And notice what I said: feel. Mm-hmm. They can be appreciated, but they don't feel appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. There's no external reward for raising a child other than the fact that they can grow up and say, "I love you." Yeah. You know, like there's no check hitting your account on Friday or Facts. unless it's like child support, which is probably stressing her the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a tumultuous relationship between her and her and the father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, and, and like I said, like I, I being married, I, like I told you guys earlier, I've been married for 20 years and. You know, early in my marriage, I'm a young dude thinking I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm handling my business. I'm working. I'm doing all this stuff. And then I come home and, and it's just like not happy, not happy. Yeah. And it's just like, dang, what am I doing wrong? You know? Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to kind of figure certain things out. Like, um, I believe my wife will tell you now she's happy. She's cool. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like you have to learn, you know, your partner, what it is that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you are doing significantly well financially, if the emotional thing, like, because like I said, they can know that they're taken care of. They can know that you love them. They can know all of these things. They need to feel it. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, <laughs> I think I told you this before, Larry. Like, um, I had a situation with my wife where it was like, um, we was talking about, uh, I think it was either washing the dishes or, or cooking or something like that. And I was just like. She asked me, hey, you feel like, you know, um, wash, I'll just say washing dishes. You feel like washing dishes? And I was like, no. <laughs> you know, because I didn't feel like doing yeah. it. I'll do it. But I'll, you asked me if I felt like doing it, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, I want you to want to do it. And it's just yeah. like, Doesn't I don't want to do I'm never going to want to do it. I hate washing dishes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, shit, but I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it be, for you. Yeah. It's like, you should do it for for the house. It's just, it just needs to be done. You should just, and it's like, yo, I'm doing it for you. Yeah. But they don't, that don't make them feel good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if I give them that Kool-Aid, like, you know, babe, listen, you know, of course I feel like doing this for you. Da, 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 da. And it's like, that's pandering. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. just saying what I need to say to make her feel good. Um, my whole thing is like, don't ask me if you don't want, you don't want to know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like just say, Hey, um, can you do this? Or I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. And then that's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna do that for you. But if you ask me if I feel like doing something or I feel like going somewhere, I feel like doing, mm, don't ask me unless you want me to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna tell you the truth. Yeah. It's like at home. Like I just, I go through the same shit. I'm married, but uh, I've been with my girl for 11 years, but we've only been married for three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's be like she be, she told me to do something. I'd be like, right. and <laughs> then I'm mad like, eye rolling. And then now. I'm, like, but I'm gonna do it. Yo. Like I'm doing it. And yeah. it's always like, oh, why you gotta do that for? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Just let me fucking do it. Yeah. And then I'm gonna do everything else. But like, just give me a second to just register that I gotta fucking do it. Yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, and then we when we do do it, 
you want to let them know you did it, you know, yeah. I mean? without them asking. Yeah. Like, I just washed all the baby bottles and the dishes, you know what I mean? And they, <laughs> then they want to be a smart ass and be like, congratulations. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like you were supposed why should to I do that, that again? You were supposed to do that. You know? yeah. yeah. If anybody listening, uh, remember, Maurice is a, a trained licensed therapist, <laughs> mm-hmm. which means that you can't just give the answers that he give. Cause you can get the shit smacked out of you. This man is a is a Jedi master and has mastered the the art of mind control. So he can he can say certain things a certain kind of way that you can't. Do you find it like if you guys get into like an argument type of situation, uh, where she knows that what you do for a living and she's a little like oh he he trying to he you playing chess during the argument? Do you think that she? She takes that into consideration. You think she'd be like, dun, dun. I'm not going to argue with him, man. This dude is, you know what I mean? Here's, like, the, here's the catch. Maurice, what does your wife do? My wife is a, is a life coach and she's a therapist. <laughs> Y'all play but, but listen, though, but listen, though, listen to this, though. So my wife, <laughs> when we first got together, she used to tell me because um, when I first got my license and, and when you're in school for counseling, you're reading all of these books that talks about like how people think, mm-hmm. um, you know, right side of your brain, left side of your brain, like, you know, doing assessments on people and different things like that. So my wife would start talking about things and I would be like, you know, it sounds like you have this, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm going into like different um, psychological or psychoanalysis yeah. and stuff like that, talking about Sigmund Freud and just different people. And she's like, don't, don't, um, you, don't do that therapy stuff yeah. with me. You know what I mean? Don't do it. And it's yeah. just like. Okay, <laughs> you know I see you're upset, and you know I'm going to, and then she's like, it's just pissing her off, you know. But at the same time, now it's just like, you know, as she's going through the thing, she's like, she's doing it she's with doing, me, yeah, yeah. you know. She's talking to me, and I'm just like, oh, you're getting good, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting good, you know. And it's cool because she's talking about things that I'm familiar with. But at the same time, like I, t- I said to you before, Larry, people sometimes you say things and they don't feel good. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we we're not perfect. We make mistakes and do different things that's out of pocket. So she called me out. You know what I mean? She'd be like, "Well, you're you're um you're misdirecting, you know, or you're you're you know you're you're being passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's very narcissistic. You know what I mean? Just pr- pointing things out, and I'm just like, okay, got you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all right, you know, because we all have that in us. Yeah. You know what I mean? To do different things. You know, being passive aggressive and just kind of being like codependent, different yeah. things like that. And she'll point it out. And she's in school right now. She studies and she's like straight A student. She's an amazing student. So she's like, be better than you. That's what she got. 100%. She, prob- <laughs> she probably will be better yeah. than you. Oh, they always are. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, you know, uh, that, that sense of, you know, where she's like, you know, you're supposed to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be more empathetic than that. You know, if somebody goes through a certain thing, trauma, you should, you know, and it's just like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You know, and I, and I, you know, she holds me accountable. I accept the different things, um, but it don't always feel good. No, I bet it don't. No. Nah. <laughs> what we do often in the, in the podcast is like, we try to, uh, for the better half of the episode, kind of have the conversation, but we like to try to finish it on something lighter, something more fun. Have Absolutely. a couple more laughs, you know. Uh, so I try to come up with a stupid question okay. that might lead into a stupid conversation. There's no stupid questions, man. Uh, you might hang out with me long enough. You're going to hear one. All right. So the one that I wanted to throw out today um, is, let's say you at the gas station, right? And you see a man and a woman in the car. And the woman gets out to pump the gas and the dude stays in the car. Mm-hmm. Are you judging, boy? Or are you just like, all right, letting it rock? If they're at a gas station and the woman gets out the to pump the gas. The woman gets out to pump the gas, homie stays in the car just chilling. Okay. 
You said, am I judging him? Are you judging him in any way? You'd be like, damn, like you should be the one getting the fuck out the car and pumping the gas. Or are you just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> Equality, I guess. <laughs> well, to be fair, and, I, and I'll say this in general, like, it's, it, like I can't not judge people. I always, I always judge people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To be perfectly fair. But in that type of situation, is it like a, a negative connotation, in my opinion? Yeah, because I wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's something you know that you wouldn't do, so you want, you don't want to see somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's no way, unless I had like a broke foot or something like. You know what I mean? I couldn't get out of the car. You know, <laughs> you need an um, extreme. And y'all in Philly? See, I'm I'm in Jersey, so we don't do that anyway. Uh, yeah, we pull yeah, up and oh, they come around. Fucking Jersey. But like, if I'm in Philly and and I'm, I'll go to a gas station, there's no way I'm letting my wife pump gas. It's yeah. just not gonna happen. So. No, because I mean, I I've never done that either. Like, it's just like mentally, I can't allow it to happen, yeah. right? Because then I'm like, what? You know what I mean? You, you think you a bitch in that situation, <laughs> right? Like, I remember, like, even a couple of weeks ago, like we I met up with her, uh, my wife. She was like grocery shopping, and uh, I forget what the fuck I was doing. Say some other woman, right? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I met up with her, and her car needed gas. My car didn't, so we went to the gas station together. And I just pull up in the fucking spot, and then I gotta walk my ass to her car to pump gas, yep. and then pay for it too. Yep. Right? It's not my fucking car. Yeah. Uh, but I gotta pump for it. I gotta pump, pump it, pay for it, and then go back to my car. Yeah. Right? Because that's just another one of the things that guys gotta do. If you don't do it, then you're probably not the best husband or boyfriend in that situation. Right? Well, you know that there are, um, there are clear cut jobs that us as men we have to do Mm. and ideally like you know guys for the most part won't we won't put up too much of a fuss if you tell us like yo you you as the man you're supposed to take care of the car Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or you as the man you're supposed to take out the trash you know what i mean but when you flip it that's when you usually run into trouble. <laughs> like you say, yeah. well, you as my wife, you're supposed to cook the dinner. Yeah, or you as my that. wife, you're supposed to make the bed. You know, <laughs> it's just like, now you're just like, you sexist, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, well, you can do that too. And the reality is, is like, you know, if you go back, you know, and I, I me and my wife, we watching this show on, um, I think it's Stars. And it's like, um, like, not medieval. I guess it is kind of like medieval times, but it's like, you know, them shows like um, uh, Game of yeah, Game of yeah, Thrones yeah. The type of shows or Whatever like yeah. that Where it's like The women really was like Yo You couldn't have Too much to say Don't pop off too much Because you can catch yourself Out there like real bad You know what I'm saying Like They they Simpler times Yeah <laughs> <laughs> But But it's just like I think a lot of women Watch those shows And be like Couldn't be me Cause yeah. there's no way Possible And it's just like Back then, it was a thing where it was just like, yo, that was their survival. Mm-hmm. Like, you catch yourself out there in the streets talking about you you strong, independent if you want to back then. But you would end up dead on the street, raped, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, because you needed to have a man to protect you. Yeah. We are a very civilized um, place. You know what I'm saying? A woman can pick up her phone. Um, if she get a flat and triple A right there, fix yeah. it up. She don't need a man for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then men show up and do- but the man will come up and fix it. Triple <laughs> A that show up, but she don't need two, her. Two dudes ready to- <laughs> but she don't need her man to do that. Gotcha, she gotcha. got a man to do that. She'll get another man. Is the trouble whatever somebody try to rob her or whatever like that? She pick up the phone nine one one and somebody's gonna a man is gonna come to protect her. Mm-hmm. Whatever you know what I'm saying. So it's just like because we have these things where we civil civilize the world so much. Women do be like, listen, 
I got this. I can get me get my own job. I can go to school. I can get my own house. I can do all of these things. Like, listen, I don't need a man for like how I used to back in the day, how, how they did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Woman back in the day would be like put up with a lot of stuff because it was like, listen, this man is taking care of me. I'm doing, you know, he's doing all of these things. He got the money. He's protecting me, all of this stuff. I'm going to cook his meals. I'm going to clean his house. I'm going to raise his kids. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Now it's like, nah, I'm working too. Mm-hmm. You need to do some of the same stuff around the house or whatever like that. And especially if you, you know, if you need that financial um, stamp where the woman is like making half the money, you yeah. making half the money. Yeah. It's just like, all right, well, we washing half the dishes. We be doing this and doing and then that. You can only yell at her half as much. Right. <laughs> but still, but still there are certain things like. If you the man in the house, you still gonna take out the trash. Yeah, of course. You still, if it's heavy, you bringing the bags in the house. Yeah. If it's, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. if it's raining, you still like, you know, all of those things, you know. And um, I'm I'm a there's rules that person. are never gonna get rid of, like they're never no, gonna get rid of. No, them. and you still gotta do do those things as far as like being a man. You gotta plan a date. You gotta, you know, take care of different things. Open up the door, you know, whatever. Open you the know? door. No, I'm fucking around. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they got hands. Hey <laughs> man, listen. Is 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 what is it? What is it called? The um, what uh, the the um, the guys being like the gentleman. What is that called? Chivalry. Chivalry. Yeah. You gotta have that chivalry. You have to have it, right? Chivalry. What is that? If it got chivalry, I'll just grab a jacket. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. That's what women want, but then they also still want to be. Yeah. So, what's the woman's version of chivalry then? I don't think it exists. What is the woman's? Well, chivalry. Chivalry. <laughs> it's, it's being, uh, if chivalry is like the man being the man's man and being masculine, uh-huh. the opposite of it is just being feminine. So what would you That's do if it. you was out and about and <laughs> you see a couple show up on a date? Not not what would you do, but what would you think, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think it'll be hilarious. If you show up on a date and the, the woman's driving... Dudes, like it's like a fancy place. She get out the car and open the door to let him out. Would yeah. you be thinking anything? <laughs> well, Would listen, you be like what the fuck? <laughs> there's a lot of um, and 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 I think it's starting to become more popular now. There's a lot of women saying that like they're alpha females, right? You know, I never I mean? heard that. I haven't heard that at all. I heard that a lot, bro. Yeah. It's but the thing is, is like that's the path we're going down. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a whole bunch of these boss chicks, right, making all of this money and. And, you know, they got the car or whatever like that. And Mm -hmm. they're really, they wear the pants in the relationship. So that's the next obvious step. Like, -hmm. you know, they're they're the masculine role in the the relationship. They drive in the car because it's their car. They pay for it. It's their house. They're paying all of the bills or whatever Mm -hmm. like that. And then they got a dude that might be a, a, that's their, you know. cool with that. It's very difficult to have a, a woman that is, in that high status to get somebody who is in a higher status than them, that's more alpha than them, make more money than them, have a more stronger dominant personality. Because if you are able to access all of those things financially and, yeah. and it takes you, a woman can't do that, like unless they have certain authoritative, you know, masculine qualities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not going to be able to build yourself up to be a boss. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, just be like, oh, but yeah, but I'm feminine and I'm just, you know, whatever like that, you know, and that is what it is. I think that somebody who's able to do that, like even guys, they're not able to build themselves up like that unless they have that type of a personality, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if a person is able to do that, both as, whether it's a man or a woman, they have those qualities. Yeah. You know? 
Maurice, we want to get you out of here, man. We appreciate you coming down. You want to tell the people where they can find you, how they can get in touch with you? Hey, so um, my name is Maurice Swain. I'm LPC. My office is in Camden. Um, The name of my counseling agency is called On Purpose Counseling, LLC. Um, I have a counseling outpatient office in Camden, 1855 South 4th Street, Camden, 08104. I know we over in Philly, but my office is over in Jersey. Um, I have a business card and stuff like that. I'm going to give it to the fellas here. Yeah, and I put all of that. Like, if you go to the YouTube channel or anything, it'll be in the description. Awesome. Hit me up. What's your social? Social My social is 555. No, but seriously, we definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Like we said at the beginning, it was something that we had been building up to. It was a conversation we had about. So the fact that you decided to come on and just talk with us, I mean, it definitely means a lot. Very awesome, man. Like I said, I'm not, I am a licensed therapist. I'm not um, downplaying the need for mental health services. You know, I think that is very vital for us um, men. Um, especially specifically minority men we need each other we need counseling sometimes things to talk about I just don't feel like it's something that should be pushed on to mm-hmm. everybody I think there's a thing where now it's like everybody should go to counseling I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think that you know there is a time and place for it and if it's deemed appropriate yeah definitely get some help otherwise just get some friends man get some good friends get a good hobby you know what I'm saying like take care of yourself physically get your health you know what I mean Go to doctor's appointments Go to the gym yep, yep, yep. You know That was perfect Yeah I love that That's a perfect outro For the fucking episode Yes sir Definitely appreciate you guys Hanging out See you in the next one Thank you man.